Robert Cowell, why are you standing in Ramsey? I want to make Ramsey a better place for my generation and the generation coming up. Yeah, I think it's time to to make our t- our town um, as good as it can be. Okay. Um, you've not been a politician before. Did you not maybe consider standing in the local authority instead? Yeah, I did. In fact, I did stand in the local authority. I joined uh, Ramsey Town Commissioners only two months ago, uh, so my limited experience in politics is a fair point. Um, my broader experience is definitely more to the fore. I want to bring about change for our town and for our island. So what change do you want to see? Mainly for me, it's redevelopment. You know, Ramsey, half the quayside is demolished, um, and there's lots of brownfield sites in the town that I really want to see people develop. So you you list one of your top priorities as climate change as well. Are those two not at odds, redevelopment and combating climate change? Building involves burning fossil fuels? Yeah, interesting point. I think climate change and the Isle of Man is something we have to embrace and move forward and become a greener society. I think um, redevelopment of town centres especially Ramsey is something that we can do Um, again I talk about I wish that uh, new developments were green in the building control had sort of specific points of you must have a solar panel or you must have an air air source heat pump or something along those lines Um, we are pretty archaic in our building Uh, bringing new building to Ramsey to redevelop brownfield sites I think is something that is crucial for the town and um, I wouldn't say would affect the climate. So how would you achieve that if you if you got in um, you, you you're standing independently um, what how would you go about trying to convince other members that you, you you'd want them to consider air source heat pumps and new regulations to building? Yeah, I mean, it's expensive, isn't it? It's not something that's a cheap thing to do, which will put a lot of people off. I think if people are building new houses for themselves of a long-term view, they will probably stomach the cost or see the benefit in doing so. Climate change isn't something that's going to be a five-second job. You know, this is a decade, two decades uh, target, you know. But I think that uh, the government can definitely help in terms of whether that's a grant or an incentive to help developers um, make projects greener. Okay, so you're going to say to the people of the House of Keys, I I think what we should do is give out a grant or give some incentive for people to build green. How are you going to convince the other members of the House of Keys that that's what should be done? It's, It's what is for the greater good of the Isle of Man. If the fellow members believe that that is the right thing to do for the greater good, then they will they will go with that. If they believe that I'm wrong, then they'd vote against that, and that, yeah, that's, that's politics. So, just coming back to that, why are you standing independently? Did you not see yourself aligning with any of the views of parties over here? I like being an independent man. I've always been an independent man. You know, uh, I've had my own business. I've set that up from scratch, and I've always been my own force. And uh, I, I want to be my own, my own man and my own backer. So, I, as much as I might align with a party, I think that ultimately I like to back myself. Okay, um, but if you get in, you will have to work with other people. How do you cope in a team? Yeah, it's a fair point. Um, the team is one of those things that I enjoy doing. I have been a leader of teams, I'll grant you that. Um, 
so it's hard to sometimes be a team player and, and sort of bite your tongue. But I have done a lot of that, and in in my private life, I've worked in team sports and things like that, and I try and try and be a team player as much as possible because, you know, you one man can be an island and all that, but you won't get very far in life if you won't work with other people. Okay, let's come back to climate change. Currently, the policy is for a 2050 target for net zero carbon emissions. Do do you support that? Absolutely, do. I think the uh, time frame. It's pretty relaxed. You know, you could probably definitely pull that forward a decade or maybe even two. So uh, so you, you think it's not ambitious enough or? No, I wouldn't say it was ambitious enough. Okay, so w- why is that? Why do we need to deal with climate change? Is the Isle of Man not insignificant on a global level? Fair point. Very small place in a big, big world. But if you don't play your part and you don't do what is the right thing to do, from a global point of view, I think that's a pretty poor image to portray. But the counter-argument is that it costs money and people are going to have to go out of their way to buy electric cars. We're going to have to work out how do we do the infrastructure for people who don't have a driveway to charge electric cars. Is it not a lot of effort to go to and we're just a drop in the ocean? A lot of effort to go to, quite right. Electric cars are expensive. New cars are expensive. A petrol car, an electric car... You know, there will be a difference, but not a massive difference. When you look at the long-term running costs of that vehicle, granted, not everyone's got if not everyone's got a, a garage or a driveway to park on, but community charging is something that's coming in, and I do believe we could um, we could do it. So, should government be supporting people moving to a greener style of living, perhaps? I, I think they should. I think. Um, the government supporting people is a big thing. You know, how far does the government have to go to encourage people? There needs to be an uptake on an individual level for people to say, actually, you know what, I want to recycle and I want to be greener. OK, so let's have a look at one of the other things you talk about. Uh, you mentioned rate reform. Um, what What is your view on, on rates? I think on, on rate reform, as far as Ramsey's concerned, our rates are very high, second to Douglas. Um, we have got a great town for our rates payable and the town hall do a good job do a very good job the rate reform can has been kicked down the road for possibly fair to say decades definitely 10 years or so um, they've spent the money on having the uh, the plane fly around the Isle of Man where they worked out all the different patches of land in each house and trying to work out a fairer way of doing it the old system or the current system if you're in a town you pay a lot more than the people out of town i would like to see the rates spread across the island in a much more fairer way so how's that achieved is that the the single rate for everyone on the island or is there another way of doing that i think you do in my head you do it regionally so you'd have north south east west but but is the argument not that then you've got people who live rurally paying for a town that they have less easy access to that's the argument and there's always going to be an argument and um, there's always an argument to any any reform um, something so, that's going to hurt the pockets of one person and benefit the pockets of another person is always going to be unpopular to the people who are going to have to pay more the argument for me there is that um, the town people will pay a higher rate and people from outside the town who may live one minute or two minutes drive away benefit from the town and pay significantly less Okay, and I just wonder what you think, if we're looking at an election today, we we allow 16-year-olds to vote on the Isle of Man, 
it's talking about rates reform, something that's going to win those younger members of society over to vote for you? Probably not. So what would what would you say to younger members of society? For the younger members of society, we're trying to make the system a fairer place for the future generation. So where you may not see any value in rate reform in 10 years' time when you've bought your house, you will think, oh, do you know what? That guy might have been right. I understand that right now you may think, well, what's he talking about rate reform for? But to a great proportion of our society, it's an issue that needs needs addressing. Okay, well, we've come into Ramsey Town. Um, you talk about keeping businesses in the town. How is that achievable? For me, it comes down to the condition of commercial units in Ramsey. Um, the, so the high street is very uh, Victorian. A lot of the shops are small. But we have got, in my opinion, the best high street in the Isle of Man. Um, I really do think Parliament Street is superb. You can buy pretty much whatever you want within a 500 metre walk. Um, but you can't hide away from the fact that some of the uh, buildings in Ramsey are in a poor state where a business wouldn't even remotely consider moving into those units. So it's about trying to reinvigorate the commercial property in Ramsey for people to then think that's a viable concern. Do we need to be developing a high street at the moment? Does the internet not provide enough options for shopping for people? The internet provides a lot of options for shopping for people. Um, there is the argument that the internet isn't that easy. Yeah, okay, you can just click and buy, but try and click and return. It's not quite as easy. Um, I'm not a massive fan. I prefer the old school shop where you can walk in, see the business owner, buy what you want to buy and go home again. You also talk about parking in your manifesto in terms of keeping people into in Ramsey. Is that something you can achieve as an as a constituency MHK? I think that's probably more of a local authority issue. Um, but for sure, you know, the MHKs and the local authorities should be working together. Right. So how would you see that relationship? Very simple relationship. You know, you just go to the town hall and you meet your commissioners and you have a chat about what can we do about parking in Ramsey. And there's various options there. And so what happens if you think one thing and they think another they 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 have the final say presumably they do the local authority has the control and the vote of the town um we can i could only say as a, a perspective mhk that i wish we had more parking in the town and, and would you consider x and y and if they said no well then that's that's up to them you have your own business in the town um and so clearly one of the things you're passionate about is the economy and and bouncing back from COVID-19. Um, I, I wonder how, if you wouldn't mind just just discussing how, how your own business fared over the pandemic? Of course, yeah, I'll talk openly to you about that. That's not a problem. When the pandemic hit, I sat at my dining room table with my computer working away. And after four hours of BBC News, I was ready to chuck myself off the nearest bridge. I was, this is, this is horrendous. The business is going to collapse. I'm not going to have an income. I'll lose my house. And I thought bankruptcy was pretty much the only option. Um, and then in stepped the Arman government and helped out small businesses, to which I'll be eternally grateful. Um, I appreciate that a business, sorry, a government cannot satisfy all business needs. But in terms of my business, it, it was helped massively and... Um, it really did help us out. So that was at the start of the the pandemic, effectively, over a year ago now. What about since then? We've heard some businesses talking 
about staffing issues and the support having been relaxed. Do you think that's been all right? Have businesses still had enough support? I think COVID was a brutal leveller in that you won or that you lost and there was no real middle ground in there. Um, So in my business, I was in a food retail outlet Therefore, we were deemed key workers and therefore we could remain open. And that was my saving grace. It was like, wow, you know, I can trade. Businesses that had to close for months and months on end have lost possibly hundreds of thousands of pounds worth of turnover. And that is not something you can recover from in a 12-month period. And each business should be valued on its own merits. And if the government can help a successful business stay afloat, and if it needs to, it should absolutely do that. So, so can the government keep continuing to support people um, going forwards? You know, we're, we're over a year into the pandemic now. How long does this go on? At some point, do you not just have to say, no, we, 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 we've done with that support? I, I do agree with you that there is a point in time where you draw a line and say, I'm sorry, we cannot support you any further. Um, I do believe that if a business is good, very good, and if, say, they mounted a debt, in 2018 or 19 on a massive refurbishment project for example and then COVID hit them and they lose their turnover and they can't afford the bank facility if the government had to payroll their bank loan for 12 months or six months then you know what i don't think that's the absolute be all and end all if it keeps 20 people in employment okay and let's talk about the m word in ramsey then the marina are you in favor of it or not the m word Yeah, so the marina is probably the biggest question I get asked on the street. Uh, There's a significant movement at the moment through the Save the Bay campaign, um, which has been run very efficiently and effectively. They've got over 22 or 23,000 signatures on their petition against the marina. Uh, Specifically, am I for or am I against? The straight answer to that is I am for the right marina in Ramsey, and I'll stress the word right. So that suggests to me that the current marina is the current plans are wrong. The current plans are being judged on what they are at the moment is in terms of their sketch drawing. There is there has been no formal environmental study, no formal groundwork survey, no formal planning detailed application submitted. So we are talking about the floating white elephant on Ramsey Beach, and that is one of the reasons I have stood because candidates were pinning their flag to the mast purely on being anti the marina but in reality what marina so why why do you think we need a marina in ramsey is it is it not okay how it is ramsey's a working port it's a fishing port it's a commercial port for Meseron. i think as a as a working port it's very very important there are domestic marinas in douglas and in peel um, both with different degrees of success uh, from a marina point of view, I think from a property point of view and redevelopment point of view, you cannot argue with the fact that both marinas have benefited Douglas and Peel, um, respectively. So how would you strike a balance if we had to have a... If you're saying we can't have a marina that's damaging to the environment, but we need one to bring in to keep the economy going, how do we strike that balance? Is it not one or the other? The marina is not going to keep the economy going. It's just going to be a, a booster to the economy potentially but again it's all speculative i've been to these marine developments in the uk and they're huge okay so it's speculative but what what can we do which way do we go do we prioritize boosting the economy as you put it or 
or looking after the nature and the views that people enjoy? I think for me, you're coming down to the fact of do I support the marina or not? And as it currently stands, I can't support the marina. Okay, right. Well, let's take a look back. Oh, the House of Keys has been dissolved now. We don't have any MHKs. How do you think the previous administration has, has been? And, and specifically the two Ramsey MHKs. I think that the current round of MHKs have had a horrendous challenge on their hands of COVID-19. No one saw that coming. You know, it probably be referred to in the future as World War Three. It's the biggest problem our generation's ever faced. Um, I think as a country, as a, as a nation, we've fared exceptionally well. And uh, all hats off to the current administration for that. And what about in terms of other issues? You mentioned climate change before. Um, we've been talking about the marina. What do you think about about those issues and how the the government has done? So I I, rec I, I do um, appreciate the net zero campaign. That's something that we have to have to get on board with. It, it annoys me that we're sort of we're always behind the curve, aren't we? You know, the, this is something that is so huge in the world, but it's only twenty twenty one before we decide to do something about it. OK. If you were elected, who would you want to be the next Chief Minister? It makes me laugh that you ask that question to everybody. And I'm like, what, what a non-question. That There isn't any MHK right now, so you cannot say that person's going to be the Chief but, Minister. But we have an idea as to who, who, who is likely to get in and who is who, if they get in, is likely to put themselves forwards. For me, it would have to be a high-profile individual. Um, you're asking me the question and I'll give you an answer because that's, you know, what I want to be. I don't want to shy away from a question. I think for me, the person that's been outstanding in the last administration, who has helped business, who has helped the economy, who has driven the other man forward, would be Alf Cannon. OK, well, thank you very much for that. And would you take on a role in a government department if you were elected? There wouldn't be any financial benefit in doing so but but would you do that yeah for sure i mean financial benefit doesn't really suit me i'm i'm here for the isle of man and to do my best for the isle of man and as a challenge for that so for sure and any particular department any particular area you see yourself fitting well i think for me my first position i'd like to see myself sit would be within the department of enterprise somewhere if i could and why is that just because i have a business and i've been on the ground and i know how hard it is and hopefully that will be able to help other people in the business sector. Brilliant, Rob. Thank you very much. Let's round up then. Tell me succinctly, why should the people of Ramsey vote for you? So I hope to think that I'm forward thinking. I want to plan for the future. I want Ramsey to be a better place and I want a fairer place for every generation.